the open source creative podcast episode 52 node vimber with jonas dishel and luca road i'm hopeful that eventually i'm going to get name pronunciation right but whatever in any case this is the open source creative podcast a podcast where i ramble on about creativity process and open source software i'm jason van gumster your host and driver on the road to creative freedom this time around, we're talking with Jonas Dishel and Luca Rode from the November event. What's November? Well, Node November. We have to have that pause in there. So, what is it? It's an event that highlights the use of node-based logic for making creative things. So, nodes, in case you've never played with them, which you totally should because they're kind of awesome. They're they're like a means of visual programming, and they're used in all manner of creative programs and applications to make really cool procedural things, right? They're uh, from from shaders for 3D graphics to actual geometry for 3D to um, audio applications will use nodes um, to all sorts of really even even like straight up software development can also use node-based logic. Like I said, visual programming. There's a lot of really cool things that can be done with it. And so Nodevember really highlights that. And uh, Jonas and Luca talk about how the event was born and where they're going with it and what people are actually doing for the event. So that's that's what our conversation is really all about. And it's super exciting. It's, um, I had a lot of fun talking to them about that. Uh, I will say that if you are watching this episode in, the vi- in video form, like and like last show, you might notice that it's it's showing a tile view of the three of us talking as opposed to um, switching when one of it to a full screen view of whoever's talking at that moment. And I've I've got mixed feelings about it. Uh, I I'm really not sure if it's if it's because I've misconfigured something in Jitsi or if it's because of change that the change that Jitsi folks have actually made with respect to recording. I need to sort of dig into that and figure out what's going on. Um, I, I kind of prefer the full screen thing. Um, without a switching, even if Jitsi sometimes forgets who's talking and, and has the wrong person highlighted, I kind of still prefer it. But I mean, I'm I'm obviously on on this side of the camera. So for you who are watching it, um, which what's your preference? Do you do you prefer all of us at the same time being able to see us all at the same time, or would you prefer to switch to full screen? I need to figure out why, just for my own edification, why it's doing that. But for for anyone curious, please let me know what you think and. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll check it out from there and see what I can get to work, whatever our preferences end up being there. On another note, you may also hear some something high pitched in the background during the during the episode. That was my seven year old son singing while he played video games. He's he's having a lot of fun and really enjoying himself. And well, I mean, you can't you can't really stop somebody from having fun, right? I mean, you can, but that would just be mean. In any case, yeah, that's where that is. And just to cover all the bases here, um, I don't have any sponsors or subscription things for, for the podcast. It's just me doing what I do, but I do pay for my own hosting and the time to produce the actual show. So if you like it and you want to help me cover those costs, I do write books and have some little bits of merch for sale on opensourcecreative.org. Just jump over to the resources menu and on opensourcecreative.org and see if anything there appeals to you. All right. I think that's enough of that. Let's get to the interview. We're going to toast marshmallows, are we? Could be. better 
All right, hey everyone. This is uh, this is a podcast. We're we're recording now. I am here with the guys from November, and because I the history of this so far with me doing interviews, I have uh, realized that my ability to pronounce names is just not really there. So I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Who wants to go first? Luca. No, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want I want to hear you first, so I can. Uh, all right. Well, I'm Luca Rhodes. I am a uh, software developer, graphical software developer, and a technical VFX artist. And I am not the inventor of November. That would be the other guy. And uh, <laughs> But I am a co-organizer of uh, November. Oh, I guess that's, uh, yeah, that's basically me. Yeah, I'm Jonas Deschel, and uh, I'm a, uh, what am I? I guess a 3D artist and programmer, I guess is what I do. And yeah, I'm the, I'm also a co-creator of November. I, I guess I did come up with the idea, but uh, Luca and I pretty much worked on all the aspects of, of the organization um, along the way together. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about the story of November as as we go on because it's, <laughs> it's it's not even really a year old and it, it still had this fun fun roller coaster of, of, of a history. But first, um, maybe it's worth it to explain to everybody listening what November actually is. Yeah, so November is a yearly um, monthly uh, or yearly month long event, kind of like Inktober, if. Uh, you're familiar with that so every day you have a prompt that you have to complete and with november you're supposed to do the prompts with uh nodes so in whatever program you want to use procedural nodes um yeah like (laughs) i don't know how to explain like should should we explain nodes or, or what procedural stuff is. Uh, so let, let me see if I can sum it up, and then you guys can correct me on the things that I get wrong. Want to try that? All right. So so it is predominantly in 3D software, and so it doesn't necessarily have to be. But this is this is born in 3D, and specifically it was born from the within the Blender community. Um, but as as Jonas said, we can use any sort of uh, software that that you want. But the idea here is that you use the tools, the node based tools, and nodes. So if you're familiar with say, um, a lot of image processing software, most of that tends to be stack-based, where this leads into that, leads into that, and one stack processes the next things in a, in a row, layers, right? Uh, but a node-based thing tends to be able to feed multiple things into multiple sockets and then reprocess it and do all sorts of crazy uh, things with it and shenanigans. And for the most part, especially when it relates to Blender, when we talk about November, we're specifically referring mostly to shader nodes, not necessarily geometry nodes or anything like that, correct? Well, yeah, I mean, that's what it kind of started off as. We That's what we were thinking of in the beginning because uh, there, there's, there was sort of a movement of people starting to create really crazy stuff using just shader nodes. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so that's kind of where that came from. It would be cool to kind of spread that on and and have people um, create them in an organized fashion sort of um but yeah no any type of procedural creation can be done in nodes i mean nodes basically are kind of like visual programming so 
if, if you've seen like visual programming languages where one thing goes into another and the logic is sort of formed visually, that's the way that sort of works. So that can be used with uh, like for geometry too. And then in Blender you have like animation nodes and sphere chuck, but with other software you have it for simulations too, like in, in Houdini and so, yeah, I mean, nodes can really be used for anything. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know if... You know, actually, the, the, the visual programming metaphor actually makes a lot of sense because it's, it's you, you have an input, you route it through some kind of processing thing of some, port, some point, and then you have an output. Actually, come to think of it, processing is node-based, which is, processing is another piece of software, in case anybody mm -hmm. didn't know that. Processing <laughs> is node-based, and technically you could use processing for node vimber, come to think of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, which, if anybody's interested in doing that, do it. Um, so that's that's what node vimber is. And, and um, actually, I am, for the, for the people who are audio only, I'm going to, you're, you're going to be sad for a second because I'm going to do a little bit of, screen sharing goodness here this is just a hopefully folks can see my screen if you're looking at the video part of this but i'm just as we're talking a little bit i'm going to scroll through the the november hashtag on twitter just to show some of the stuff that that folks are doing and once it loads up because internet is super fast here apparently uh <laughs> but you have uh different things that start very simply and there you have geometry doing things that geometry you know, if you have something that starts off as a sphere like that, um, and it turns into a, a set of grapes, that's that's done with just shade. In this case, I think, yeah, this is just blender shaders. Um, yep. And there's some really, really interesting and cool uh, things that show up. And the fact that, that people are showing this is what it starts with and this is what it rolls into uh, for each of these different material nodes uh, and, and whatnot is uh, really pretty exciting. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to switch away from this again because it was just fun to talk about. But so as, as let's see, stop sharing. Haha, -ha, I stopped sharing. Yay. Um, but so that, that's, that's the results of what you can get from November. And that's how you can go, go about the process of, of using nodes to make cool and interesting things. How did this start? Yeah, so, so the whole thing started last year at the Blender conference. And, uh, oh yeah, right. So, so, um, Luca, who else was there? It was, uh, AD and, uh, and, uh, Thomas, Thomas. Yeah. Thomas yeah. We, solutions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we were sitting at, one evening we were sitting at, at the hostel, uh, in the, in the lobby and I don't know who had the idea that, but um someone pointed out that on the floor there was uh um what's what's the pattern called the herringbone uh, tiling mm. so it's uh, this pattern yeah so so that, that turned into let's see who, who can recreate that the quickest with with uh shaders um so so luca and i took out our laptops and started trying to recreate it and uh, i lost <laughs> <laughs> but it looked but, cool. But, but my, my result looked kind of cool, though. I don't think I ever created the tiling, but I had some something that looked pretty cool. <laughs> and so, so then I think the next day or so, I I came up to everyone and was like, "So, do you know nodes?" 
do you know no uh, you know november the month <laughs> what about no november <laughs> so i yeah i went around annoying everyone with, with that idea and got <laughs> luca to come around and annoy everyone with me and yeah, just, guess, just give just give everyone sort of context. This is happening at the Blender Conference, which happens at the last weekend of <laughs> October, which is just at the end of Inktober, which has been going on for years and years and years and years. Um, and so everybody has this sort of creative month name thing tied into that. Um, and this is also this is just kind of the things that happen, especially at Blender Conference, but conferences in general, where it's all fun and games until somebody breaks out a laptop and then everybody's <laughs> doing some sort of crazy stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, when we were at the hostel, there were only two laptops. I didn't have my laptop with me. So I think uh, Thomas uh, lent me his laptop and uh, Jonas had his own laptop. So we were sitting there and uh, it was great fun. So we thought, why not uh, just do nodes for a whole month with everyone? And uh, and yeah, and the, the node vember thing was... Uh, Nice because, yeah, indeed, the next day, uh, Jonas went around talking with everyone about that with a very, very long pause between Node and Vember. So, <laughs> for dramatic effect, so, so everyone would, would understand what I was talking about. You'd need to wait for a long time to, to hear what he's talking about. It's Maybe. Node Vember. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then, well, then after that, we were, well, then the next day at lunch, uh, Jonas took out his phone and bought the domain immediately. Uh, <laughs> you can never and, be safe with that. You don't know who, who's going to steal it from you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially if you're telling everyone about this great <laughs> idea, if someone will just go and... <laughs> you don't know who's listening. Yeah, so yeah, and then we uh, we got started on organizing the thing, making graphics and uh, coming up with the prompts and building the website in, in three days because it was three days before uh, the start of, of November. So uh, we didn't have much time. And well, yeah, it was actually kind of crazy. We, we didn't, after we organized the whole thing, we couldn't believe what we had done in three days because in three days we had like over a thousand followers on Twitter and the website was up and all the prompts were launched and it was already like exploding before it even started. I, I remember so, like yeah. being in on, there was the, there's a, a whole string of like Twitter group DMS that was like, Holy crap, we got more. What was, there's more people. Here. Well, this is serious. <laughs> and, uh, and then people started dumping stuff into there, and that was that was really really fun to watch. Of course, um, it turns out that this kind of was a was a was a sort of a zeitgeisty moment because because you guys weren't the only ones that were thinking about Nodevember, were you? Oh no! no. <laughs> so yeah, so that was interesting because when I bought the domain at, at the restaurant uh, during lunch, um, we actually Googled. November to see what came up and uh, as far as we could find there was only there had only been one thing that was called November before and it was a Node.js um, conference and so, so we thought it had never been done before and it was this really cool unique idea <laughs> but then <laughs> right before it was it was it was our <laughs> unique idea <laughs> as far as we could see it had never been done before but then right before November started, um, 
Substance um, posted a a prompt list also with with the hashtag November. Uh, so, right, yeah. So, so it turns out that um, the year before that, someone, um, oh, what's his name? Josh Lynch. Josh Lynch had um, posted a couple of node-based artworks, I think, with the hashtag November, and then uh, came together with Substance to uh, create create that uh, event. But after after we had posted our prompt list, if I recall correctly. <laughs> so so there was a little confusion there, and then throughout the month, a lot of people were a little confused sometimes. Uh, about which prompt list was was the official one, and um, and they both were for di- from different entities, I guess, in a way. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, ours kind of ended up <laughs> having the most submissions and yeah. ending up being sort of the official one, I guess, because uh, I guess we had the account and all the branding. For, for and, the and, event, and we had all the power of the Blender community behind it, which is just huge. Yeah, yeah I, no. I remember watching the the, the hashtag, and there'd be like a substance things here and there, a substance thing there, and then just this flood of Blender content that just went in. It's like, oh well, that's that's the prop list then. Yeah. No, and and the thing is that even substance people, a lot of substance people were doing our prompt list, even though they were using substance. Right. So that yeah. was interesting. And yeah, from from the beginning, we never said that it was a Blender event. We always said that you could use whatever procedural software you want to use. Um, so yeah, we were always open to to people with different software, whether that be Substance or Houdini or Maya, I guess. <laughs> we have one. No, we have no one Maya there. entry. We did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, or AutoCAD, I guess. I don't think that's node based. Actually, uh, I, don't think, I mean, you could do really janky stuff with DXF files to make them, but don't, no, you don't, you don't really want to do that. Yeah. I am looking forward to a processing industry. Somebody should be doing that. Hmm. Yeah, no, and this year exactly because we it, it spread through the Blender community. Like we we are part of the Blender community. Everyone that we know is in the Blender community. Our our circle is the Blender community. So uh, when we shared it on Twitter and everyone retweeted it, it was mostly getting pretty stuck within the Blender community. So a lot of people just ended up assuming that you needed to do it with Blender and, and it became this thing. Oh, it's this Blender event. And while, yeah, it was huge in the Blender community, it wasn't specifically about Blender. We never even mentioned Blender at all in, the, in any of the official November stuff. But uh, so this year we wanted to really like emphasize that you can do whatever you want and it doesn't it's not even uh not blender it's not even computer graphics it can be whatever you want that's not based so we were like yeah make music i don't know uh, like procedural music it's a thing and actually we are there is a guy who is making um procedural sound effects super nice. cool so uh yeah we we are seeing more different stuff and uh, yeah and so these things are, I mean, there's some really cool work done both on the, you know, not just with, with music, but also like specifically with materials and, and uh, geometry. How many people are also maybe, because that's, it's, it's, I mean, it's almost like a library of stuff that people could use, right? I mean, some of them, some of them are very sort of 
this was this was obviously made specifically for November, and you'd never use this outside of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So so you can do whatever you want with with nodes and make practical materials, which is what nodes are usually usually used for with with materials. But like the biggest thing is people creating really crazy like abusing material nodes to 3d model basically by using vector displacements or or ray marching or, or something in, in in material nodes that you should never do if you're actually <laughs> working on a serious project or sane um <laughs> so people just create these huge node graphs that are completely unpractical for, for anything outside of um, bragging rights for November. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of what gets the most attention is, is these, yeah, when, when people use vector displacement um, nodes, which is a really stupid way to 3D model, but <laughs> a really impressive way if, right. if you want to show off. So how many people are, in addition to showing the stuff that they make, how many people are also showing, like sharing either their node graphs or actually their, their, the files that they use to produce this stuff? How many, what percentage do you think maybe? Uh, it's hard to say, but um, yeah, sometimes people ask for the file and, and usually people, um, yeah, j just provide the file or um, I know that some people put them all in one place at the end of the month to share it all um so percentage wise i don't know how many but yeah quite yeah. a few people and then, yeah we, we encourage everyone to to share the uh, at least a screenshot of, of the node tree to see what it kind of looks like i think that most people post a, a screenshot not necessarily a readable screenshot because <laughs> of the just sheer scale of, of the node trees that we get um, but, but yeah, I would say that almost everyone posts some kind of screenshot or something now blender files. Yeah. That's up to people, I guess, uh, or well, blend files or whatever files, substance files <laughs> doesn't, uh, <laughs> matter. Um, but yeah, we see some people, uh, posting this stuff because the blender community is very open. So it's all about sharing and everything. Um, but I wouldn't say it's most people. I myself haven't shared yet, uh, even though I, I want to, but I, uh, I I have some licensing stuff to uh, figure out first. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, we, it would be cool also to organize some kind of uh, like platform to gather all this stuff at some point, which is definitely something we, we think about because we want to encourage sharing and everything. And so we have the November website. We want to also like grow it and make it uh, really a, a platform to gather everything. So we want to make a gallery and then like user profiles and stuff like that. And perhaps for people who want to share their files also have the files there together uh, and everything. But uh, that's more like long-term project probably for next year we're completely swamped right now with, with doing november itself yeah, yeah. So. Take, and and something that would take longer than just you know three days of tossing it together yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah um, we were talking about uh what software people use and luca actually at the end of last year um created this really cool uh statistical video uh, with with a breakdown of the different software used and 
So it turns out that last year around 1,200 people used Blender and 280 people used Substance. Well, and entries, then, not people. So, Oh, yeah, entries, yeah. And then 45 Unity entries. And then, yeah, a couple of others for different software. But this year, I think it's going to be a lot different because we have the Substance people on board. Also, Side Effects uh, is on board and uh, promoting it. Oh yeah, one of the one of the cooler things is that um, this one guy uh, who who's developing this uh, uh, node shading app for iOS um, is is participating. It's called Shade. What's it? What's it called? Shade. Shade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's shade.to, the the URL, the website. And it's, yeah, it's it's really cool because it's kind of has everything that shader nodes and other software have but on ios which is huh, that's very cool yeah and and it's cool because it's this this the two guys developing this uh this tiny software well tiny i mean it's actually really powerful but uh very specific and it's just super cool to have these guys on board as well and like we see entries from super niche uh stuff like that and and this year they're uh, also advertising november we got um on the website we got a bunch of well like uh, substance reached out to us this year to um try to see oh maybe we should have one uh, november only <laughs> <laughs> and um so they got on board with us uh advertising our uh, november event instead of making their own and so we got them and we got, uh, like Jonas said, side effects and uh, Shade also uh, advertising it. Everyone made the articles about November and shared it. You can all uh, see all of it on the November website as well, November.io. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we actually got around to seeing the, the URL yeah. for, for, for the website. So free, say that again, please. Yeah, November.io. Yeah. Is um, and there we have all the like links to the articles of everyone, also from Blender Nation, Experience Points, and and GD Quest. Everyone, uh, everyone's talking about November this year. Yay! <laughs> well, I mean, we're all we're all you know at home. Not, so, yeah, that, that's a, that's a big plus. Might as well yeah. break out the nodes and have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect time. Yeah. No, this is great. This year, Germany actually. Um, and I think a lot of other European countries um, started locking down everything again right when November started. I think they did that on purpose to to give everyone more more time to. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, is there anything else going on that could warrant a lockdown? I think it's just. I think it's November. No, it's definitely November. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it could be NaNoWriMo, but really, it's probably November. It's uh, it's. November. <laughs> And hold on. The one thing we also didn't mention is where you guys are located. Uh, Jonas, you're, you said you're in Germany, and mm -hmm. Luca, you're in the Netherlands? Or... I am in the Netherlands, in okay. Amsterdam. Yeah. Cool. Just wanted to make sure we... And actually, well, since since we did... The, we, we, we had our introductions, and now we know where everyone's from, but... Um, well, we don't know where you're from. You're from Atlanta, right? I'm, I'm living outside of Atlanta, yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, that's <laughs> that. But I mean, I, I say that, I think, in the intro, mm. maybe. It's an interesting place now, huh? I mean, it's... Uh, in the news it's it's in the news we'll just we'll be with that <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't want to talk about it atlanta is never actually in the news for good reasons i, I can't i can't well, think of anything this, this, like, I mean, oh wow atlanta is in the news for great reasons it doesn't it doesn't happen very frequently well this time i mean depending on 
your opinions. It's, uh, it's good. It's just one of those things that if you're if you're in the news at all and it's related to Atlanta, from a po- political standpoint, at this point, it doesn't even really matter. It's just, it's going to be chaos. And that's just the way things happen. Yeah, let's, so, let's not talk about that. So that's yeah. why we have no November and things like that to focus our, our energies mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff we, that actually is important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but what I was getting at is that we've, 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 you know, we had the introduction. We did talk about a little bit in November, but I do also want to talk about you guys and, and just outside of November, because you're not doing November year round. I mean, you put the website last year, three days. So obviously the other 362 days of the year, you're doing something. And that's when um, we sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because during November, there is no sleep. Yeah. Absolutely none. No so, sleep. No, no sleep November yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, when you're not sleeping and when you're not November ringing, um, so we'll start, we'll start with, with Jonas. What, what do you, what do you, what is, what's your, what's your, what's your, what do you do every day? It's oh, a very good question. I ask myself that a lot too. <laughs> um, well, uh, right now I'm, um, I guess I'm a freelance 3d artist slash programmer. And, uh, I'm working on, uh, dental software actually right now with um patrick moore i don't know if, if you, you probably met him last year at, at the blender conference oh, oh he did a really cool talk on that That's right. yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah so yeah I'm, I'm working on like with with cookie cutter which is this really cool ui framework for for, for blender add-ons made by uh, cg cookie by john denning um so yeah, that that's a project I'm working on right now, which is really fun. And yeah, yeah, so other other projects too here and there, whatever I can get my hands on. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of anything else right now. Yeah, how about you, Luca? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I'm primarily a software developer. I worked some time at, at Blender and then at Tangent on the next-gen project. Um, and, but uh, lately, recently, I was working as a VFX artist at a small VFX house here in, in Amsterdam. And, uh, but now I am uh, working on a procedural shading course for Creative Shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So, very appropriate for uh, for the November vibes. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's me uh, right now. So we'll see. Uh, don't have a date yet, a release date. Especially now, it like slowed down absurdly because of uh, November, with all the the stuff on November. Uh, the course is is. I'm making very little progress on it right now, <laughs> but uh, hopefully soon I will be able to get back on it and, and release it as soon as possible. Very um, cool. Yeah. And then I hope to do more uh, software stuff, including node-based software stuff. Nice. So, so a lot of, the, I mean, again, because 
this was I mean, November is 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 you know we're we're encompassing a lot of different software packages now, not in we're talking closed source and open source and and all of that. But you know it was it was born in the Blender community. It was born at Blender Conference. Um, so I, I do want to sort of talk a little bit about you know, your history. When, we, when did you start using Blender, and and you know why do you keep using it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question, Jonas. Oh, yeah, I, uh, so. Um, I started using Blender when I was, I think, 10 years old. <laughs> um, so, so I was, I was making little 2D animations with, with, um, with Microsoft Paint and <laughs> Windows Movie Maker. And <laughs> so, and I always wanted to make like 3D animations. And my mom heard about this, this software called Blender. I think like on on the radio she heard about it when oh, wow <laughs> so so then i downloaded it on on like whatever shitty computer i had at the time and uh just started you know making my way through the software with tutorials and googling stuff and started making yeah little short films and kept working on that until, yeah, until November. <laughs> it's like that's, yeah, that's how we measure time before and after November. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about you, Luca? Yeah, well, I started uh, with Blender around 2009, 2010. So like decade ago now, I guess. Yeah, that's when I started. Around the same time as uh, Jonas, yeah. Uh, although we didn't know each other at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was living in Brazil in those days, so it was a totally different uh, reality. Um, and yeah, I mean, I started with it. It was the, the classical, uh, because it's free uh, thing. It's the, the same story as everyone. It I started because it's free and I stayed because it's awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, later I tried other uh, 3D uh, software and nothing really compared to the like how easy and efficient it is to work in Blender and I really uh, like the the shortcut based workflow and and everything so but yeah I mean I, when I started it was still in the uh, 2.49 B oh, yeah. just before uh, 2.5 so I, I yeah. got in uh, and in time for the good old days still <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah that, that those were still the days when the ubiquitous first tutorial was the gingerbread man mm. not the donuts so yes. mm -hmm. so yeah, that's from that. new kids that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh donuts no we got a gingerbread man we grew up with gingerbread man and snowman Snowman, <laughs> roller coaster animation, yeah. Ooh, curves, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that's yeah, and then I just stuck with it because it's just so awesome, and and then the more I worked with it, the more I also went to contribute. First, I started doing some uh, like add-ons and stuff. Then I went to do the more like core development stuff because I was working on a, a, a short animation. And I needed cloth sim. It was a cartoony thing. I needed cartoony control of the cloth sim, which didn't exist. So right. I went and implemented that. Then I never made the short film uh, <laughs> <laughs> because that's how it goes. I think pretty much every Blender developer 
uh, started being a Blender developer because they needed some feature. Then they went to do development and never went back to their projects to actually yeah. do them. <laughs> and that's, so, that's actually one of the things that, that um, like, I, I think that can't be stated enough because when you talk, when you look in like, like user forums and whatnot, whatnot, there's still this, this sort of misconception of like an us versus them where these are developers and they don't know how artists think. And these are the artists and, and they, yeah. they can never be developers. It's, it's, it ain't like that. Right. I mean, mm. almost every blender developer started as an artist that needed a feature that wasn't there. And then they just got like, well, I kind of like this code thing. We keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's It's probably especially true for blender. Right. Because, because, of, because it's so open and everyone can just, code on it and so if you have a problem you, you can just do it yourself you can fix it yourself and learn to code yeah, yeah. i mean and, and you 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 really can and um the other thing is that i was i was just having this conversation uh yesterday you also get to see like people who you look at as like really really talented developers and you get to see like that that guy's a talented developer but he's or she is struggling and that solution didn't work. Oh crap! Well, that solution didn't work. You see the commits of like, well, that one failed. That one failed. Oh, this this might this, I can pull up this thread a little bit and see where it goes. And I think that's having that window into you know, it's not it's not I made this thing and poof, you know, Instagram style. It's beautiful at the end of the day, and you never see all the struggle that went into actually making it. All of that is laid out in the open, and I think that's there's there's something um, very accessible about that. Yeah. This thing about, uh, well, if you have a missing feature, just go and implement it. This this mindset reminds me that uh, like a few days ago, I got this really funny thing where uh, I got a notification that there was a reply to my uh, thread on Blender Artists. And I was like, oh, I haven't been there in years, uh, actually. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I went to check it out. And it was a guy giving me a solution uh, to to my problem i uh, i needed some like cloth sim thing mm. and uh he would say oh you can do it with the surface deform modifier he was replying to a thread that i opened six years ago after which i went and implemented the surface deform modifier which didn't <laughs> exist at the time that i asked that and later the guy came to reply that i could use my own feature uh, <laughs> to, to fix my problem so that was uh that was really funny that's <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I like that. That's going to get quoted somewhere, I'm sure. That's awesome. <laughs> well, cool. I think we're, 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 we're wrapping close to up. Those are words. Um, but is there anything that I, that, I, that I haven't talked about or covered that, that you feel that I, I missed out on and we, we should talk more about for sure? Or have I done a phenomenal job? You've, you've done a phenomenal job. Definitely. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Yay! Is there anything you want to talk about? Oh, I mean, I could I could talk about this stuff forever, which is why I have a podcast. So. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Um, but I will ask. So we already know about November.io as the website to go to for all things November, not just uh, seeing the prompt list, but also apparently T-shirts like the ones Jonas is Jonas is wearing right there. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Well, you might have to talk for it to switch, but. Jonas is wearing a really cool t-shirt. So if you're watching video, you should check it out. If you're not watching video, go to the website and you can get that there. And apparently there's a coffee mug too that I heard about. So And stickers, yeah. which are new. Oh, and stickers. Yeah. There yep. are things. Mm -hmm. uh, Pins. So there's, there is November.io, but where else can we find out about November as well as you 
fair folk. So on on Twitter and on Instagram now, which we're running actively, um, it's November IO. So without yeah. the dot. <laughs> without the dot. So November IO everywhere. Uh, yeah. It's where you can find everything. Yeah. And, and yeah, just on the on the website, just November.io and it has all the social media links and everything. Yeah. You can also find our links there. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you if you want to follow us, which you should, <laughs> that's there. For the excellent things that's going on outside of again outside of the month of November, there are other excellent things that you two are doing. So it's really worth really worth following you on the various social media outlets. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or not if you don't if you yeah, don't yeah, want yeah, that's yeah. also fine. But you definitely should. I yeah. follow both of you and I think it's worth I'm pretty sure I follow both of you. Yes, I follow both of you. And yeah. I, think it's <laughs> I also follow you, by the way. So awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh well, cool. Thank you so much for 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 agreeing to be part of the show and talking about November. And hopefully um the 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 handful of people that, that listen and watch will be joining in and because it's only right now as we're recording this, it's November seventh. I'll probably be sharing uh publishing this later in the week, but um it's not too late to get started prompt list is up you can catch up and, and have a lot of fun and you can do however however much you want you don't have to do the whole uh, whole thing you can do just a few that you find interesting or whatever it's just all about uh making procedural stuff and just having fun so uh, yeah don't worry about if you can't do them all or whatever just uh do some cool stuff yeah, it's 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 not a contest it's contest it's just about nope. showing up and being awesome yep yeah just or not it. even awesome. You don't even have to be awesome. It's it's <laughs> even easier. The the bar is lower. <laughs> as far as as far as I'm concerned, showing up is like the prerequisite for being awesome. If you show yep. up, you're pretty much there. Yeah, exactly. No, that's right. All all entries are awesome by that definition. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> by the way, is that is that a Suzanne plaque on on your wall there? That yeah, that is that is a uh, the plaque on my wall is actually a plaque of a patent that got filed that happened ah, yeah. to involve Suzanne being in the documentation for it. And I was involved with that patent. Oh, cool. Oh, I didn't know that. I knew the patent though, but I didn't know that it was your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm named as one of the, the co-creators on that. And so that's why I got the cool. plaque. But yeah, nice. Suzanne was, was our, was our, our test monkey. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. And they put it on the plaque. And they put, well, I mean, it's one of the pages from the, the actual mm. uh, patent application. So yeah, that was nice. Pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you're if you're on the audio only, you should go check the video out and see that thing right there. You can see the Suzanne flag. Perfect. All uh, right. Again, thanks a lot, guys. And um, yeah, we'll see you f- throughout the rest of this month and then November beyond. Yep. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Um, and that's the episode. Huge thanks to Jonas and Luca for agreeing to come on and talk about this really fantastic event. Um, as I said, showing up, as actually what we all said, showing up is enough to count as being awesome. So go on your social media platform of choice or I'll come into the comments of, of, of this website or the website for the show. Go on to Blender Artist Forums. Go wherever you go and show off some of your naughty goodness and, and be, be part of, of all of that. I think that'd be great. Um, and yeah, definitely check out this other stuff the stuff that other people are doing in November. There's some really, really inspiring work as crazy as some of it might be. It's really inspiring to look at and, and really think about how 
to use tools in ways you wouldn't necessarily have expected to use them initially. And that's a, it's just a lot of the fun of that. So check that out and check, definitely see some of the stuff that, that, that Jonas and Luke are doing on their own time as well, because they're, they're, they're phenomenal people. Um, but what, what have you made with node-based tools? Share them with me. I'd love to hear it. Just let me know. You can comment in this episode, episode 52, right on opensourcecreative.org and let us know what's going on there with what you're doing. And as always, you can also track me down on your favorite social media site. Just look for Monster Java Guns. That's me. And you can tell me what you think there. I also have an email newsletter. Just signing up for that is as easy as going to the contact page, opensourcecreative.org. And like I say, clickety crackling away and giving some new information so I can send you emails which I have to get around to doing more regularly. But hey, I'm getting around to doing the show more regularly, so maybe that'll happen too. Yay! In any case, I think that's about it. It's time to get to work. Your dancing doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Of course, the dancing doesn't help. It's designed not to help.